Podcaster, I hardly know her. (laughs) Meet Megan Bryant. She's an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids, a comedian, a super energetic improv trainer, and an award-winning author. Megan is passionate about creating happier, healthier human connections through humor. This podcast dives into all sorts of topics that tackle personal growth, professional strategies, and sharing positive messages to build up the communities around us. Each of us can make an impact. So keep in mind that you don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Thank you for tuning in. This is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. And here's your host, Megan Bryant. Hey team, just a heads up, this episode was recorded while I was uh, driving in my Jeep, so it does have a little bit of road noise. If you might get irritated by that, nah, I don't know what to tell you. I guess skip on to something else. And I'm recording this little intro in my bed at 1am. I can hear the crickets outside in the calm of night, and I'm exhausted, and here we go. It's time to hit the hay, finally get an episode loaded up. I don't like the gaps between the production of these. So got to start pumping them out whenever I can. Sometimes it's while I'm in the car and other times it's while I'm in my bed. I don't have very good time management right now. Well, friends, uh, this is really just an episode that uh, little old Megan needed to air some grievances on. So it's not very long. I just, uh, I even let myself cool down for a couple of days before I recorded this. Because sometimes I think maybe in the heat of the moment, maybe I'm overreacting. And then other times I just feel like, you know what? No. I just, I get to be mad sometimes too. And I'm sick of always just stepping in and fixing things and being like, it's okay, when it's not. And so this just, um... This whole scenario that I talk about in this episode just really put me on a track of memory lane for all types of customer service jobs I've ever had, and even behind the scenes types of jobs that I've had. We've all had a lot of jobs. Think back to your first job and whatever job you have right now. If you have a job, I've been fired from jobs. I've had terrible employment situations, and yet looking back on them and even in the heat of uh, the moment, I always at least pride myself in knowing I'm learning more. I'm learning about my own moral compass and how valuable it is to me to be a good contributor in the workplace and in society and on social media and whatever. And so even in the moments that we maybe hate a job, like where can we see the value in it, even while it's happening and not get just lazy about stuff and butt hurt and, and let that bleed over onto the clients or the customers or whatever. Uh, anyway, so I'm just putting it out there because that's what this podcast is for. And honestly, I haven't been utilizing it to its fullest potential. Um, so Either listen in for some ranting or go do whatever. I don't, it just doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. Your time is valuable. My time is valuable. I actually find I get myself back into a positive, productive mode much quicker when I go ahead and vent about stuff that I'm freaking ticked off about. So 
Oh, I hope you're safe and well and doing delightful things in your life and that your family and your friends are healthy and strong. And if they aren't or you are feeling weary and fatigued, uh, I wish you nuggets of joy and, uh, and I, whatever, just maybe settle in and listen to me rip and roar for a minute and then maybe it'll help you feel better. I don't know. Okay, uh, this one's gonna be real quick. I, <laughs> uh, I just feel like complaining for a little bit because some people in life try hard and others don't and they are the burden on society. They are the ones that make life harder for everybody. They don't give a shit about anybody but themselves. Their time is more valuable than anyone else's. Uh, you all know who I'm talking about. Uh, and I, 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 there's just no, there's just no reason for it anymore. When people, especially in the, when you're thinking about a job, if you have a job and you hate the job, you should still do the job as a person with some sort of integrity or whatever, like at least do the job well enough to deliver the service that you would hope to receive. Like that's a, that should be the baseline bare minimum. I'm not saying you have to stay at that job forever. In fact, if you hate your job, you better set your own mindset and your uh, whatever you need to in life to make the changes that will make you happy. And a lot of those probably don't have to necessarily do with your job. It's probably a bunch of an internal battle, uh, a bunch of things that you have unresolved from other traumas and whatever. That point aside, like some people just, I don't, I just don't get it. This week, I was so excited, a little stressed actually, to be honest, because I have a lot going on. Everyone always has a lot going on. It's not a competition. I would like to actually have not much going on for an extended period of time. I would very much like that. Uh, that's what I'm trying to set my intentions towards. Nevertheless, uh, I have a very busy workload. I also was getting my entire house recarpeted, a house I just moved into two months ago, where the pets, from the owners before had left such a powerful uh, aftermath in the carpets that once they were cleaned, it, you know, reconstituted the crusty dog remedy, uh, remnants, what am I trying to say? Uh, the crap, all the, sh the dog particles, you know, were probably deep, deep into the subfloors and crustified and uh, then once they were all juicified from the steaming or cleansing process, which I don't really know exactly what happens with carpet cleaning, but it like essentially surfaces all of that bungus. And so I move into this house so excited and then dang it, like the worst allergies I've ever had in my life. All of this to say, I needed to get new carpets. I had to re-carpet the entire house. So I'm just finally getting settled into the home, knowing I'm going to have to repack everything. I, you know, there's certain things I waited on. And then I need to be out of the house for almost three days. Three days is what I was scheduled for. And so I made all the arrangements and got everything good to go. Uh, the kids couldn't go be with their dad for a few extra days, which I was essentially thinking, oh, well, maybe uh, we'll swap days. That'll be easy. Then I just have to worry about myself. 
and uh, he was not available, which is totally fine. And so I ended up going, hey, you know what? Why don't why don't we do this? Why don't we make a little uh, a little hootenanny of this and just pack up and go out of town for a couple days and. A wonderful friend of mine let me borrow uh, her condo in a cool resort here in Idaho called Tamarack. And it's it was great. We got away for a couple of days. I left the house in, I'm like an ideal client. And I left it in great shape. Um, oh, I'm jumping into the story already. But because uh, setting an initial um, additional framework for the week, I've been feeling just the wickedness, the fiery fury of a UTI since Sunday. I need to be out of the house Tuesday. I didn't do anything prescription-wise. I got like some over-the-counter Azo, whatever, makes your pee electric orange, uh, but is a little bit good for the pain associated with UTIs. My lady friends, you know if you've had one of these, uh, it's basically like you've eaten a hot pepper with your lady parts. Anyway, um, so we get out of town. I'm in a lot of discomfort and trying to make the best of it. Still got the house totally prepped. Um, and whatever, go about my business. I actually legit took two full days off of my day job, which I never do, and wanted to spend time with the kids and wonderful. We had some nice walks in the sun, spent time with grandma and grandpa, got to kayak, got to go swimming and da 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 da. It was great. We had a good time. Um, and then uh, add to <laughs> add to the mix, the man friend I've been seeing now uh, also came along and met my parents for the first time. Like, what am I doing? I always just do everything big all at once. Why not? So the, the just the, it went well. But just knowing that I'm like, hmm, let's also not be on our home turf. Let's just go do all these things and whatever. It all turned out fine. Um, <laughs> so then we get home and I'm so excited. I'm like just so, it's like Christmas. I can't wait to smell new carpet in my house. And it, it did. I walk in, it feels brand new. The guy tells me along the way that things are moving great that they're done ahead of schedule. I could have come home a day earlier. And I'm like, okay, well, wow, that's fast. So they're doing the job quicker than scheduled, uh, which matters only in that later when I get home and see where some challenges were that maybe they didn't need to rush. Maybe they should have just gone ahead and used their full lot of time. Cause I start walking through the, and the garage and whatever, there was tons and tons of carpet shrapnel which I assumed would be kind of tidied up. Um, he had warned me that the first couple times of vacuuming, you get lots of these little, you know, the little curlies from fresh carpet, and that makes sense, sure. Uh, I just thought the house would at least be as clean as I left it. Like, come through with a shop vac and leave nice, beautiful vacuum lines on the brand new carpet, like really put the cherry on top of your job if that's your business and not even to say the fact that like movers didn't put everything back where it went. And so there was every of all the heaviest pieces were not in the right spot. So everything needed to be rearranged. And then I start looking closer and some, per some things were missed a hole for a vent. Uh, one of the stairs was still not stapled down, um, under the lip. And then I start looking around too and just seeing just 
carpet remnants everywhere. And my front door, I open and my wreath is on the ground and looks like it had been trampled on. And all the little branches were like, help me. And my door has six or seven scratches all the way across it through the fresh orange paint that I just painted a month ago. Uh, my beautiful first customization to the house. Ugh! So I'm like boiling over because I just got home. Everyone's hungry. Everyone's tired. We've just been out in the sun. I was expecting and fully prepared to go above and beyond with a testimonial. I took a bunch of before pictures. I was prepared to take a bunch of after pictures to leave these rave reviews. And I just, I just about imploded because I thought back to my first job. I worked at a Dairy Queen. And is that where I wanted to spend my whole life? No. Did I learn some great lessons about hard work? Yeah. Well, I already had hard work, I guess, ingrained in me at a younger age. My first legal job at a place was a Dairy Queen. But I remember even then, I would never, I would never hand someone a sloppy blizzard out the drive-thru window. I would never give someone a dip cone, one of those delicious signature cherry dip cones, uh, if it's oozing off the side or tipped or skiwampus or without a napkin, you just don't do those things. You do something in a way that you would want to be served as a client, as baseline. That's what I was starting this thing off is like, I don't care if you're not every time going, I'm going to just wow you with something totally unexpected and above whatever you ordered or requested. I'm simply saying deliver at least the expected product, you know? And then that's, I've carried that with me through every job I've had. So starting in the Dairy Queen, yes, I took really good care of things. I would move the, the big, you know, cabinet thingy where all the toppings would be laid out. At the end of the night, you better believe that the little drain that is underneath a blizzard machine is disgusting. It's like crust coated goober schnitzel that you would have to be scraped out and and if people didn't do it on their shift, then by the day, day two or three or whenever my rotation was on, it'd be caked on with this thick pasty goo and I would still do it because I wanted to do a good job because I, work ethic is important to me. I also feel like just taking care of things, whether it's my things or someone else's, like have some freaking integrity. Like I drive a really great car now, my dream car, I drive a well, now it's a couple years old, but I've had it almost a couple years. A 2018 Jeep Wrangler Sahara, and it's orange, and it's beautiful, and it's my favorite thing, and I love driving it. I'm, I'm recording this episode in it right now. I have a podcast about wanting to be a Jeep. But when I was young, my first car was a 1979 Toyota Corolla Deluxe. Piece of crap. Light brown, all rusted out around the tires. Just piece of shit. And I would lock the car when I was at work, I would take care of it. I would change the oil. I would make sure the tire pressure was appropriate because I knew that some, I was in practice for excellence. I knew someday I was going to have a car that I gave a shit about. Ugh. Anyway, so the week has turned out fine. I got caught up sort of at work today when I was gone off the grid for a mere two days and came back to, I don't know, a billion. I think it was 182 emails, new emails. What? Anyway, so it ended up being a great day. I just had to vent about this because you guys, why? Why is it so hard? Why don't people realize that they are the problem? 
And I don't think any of you listeners are the problem. People who listen to podcasts and people who are constantly doing things to try to improve themselves, we're not the problem. We're looking for ways to be kind to humanity and to do the right thing. And I haven't been mean to this person, for the record. I did inform the owner, the one I'd been working with, and had a great experience up until the actual delivery of the product, had this amazing experience. And so I was like... Hey, buddy, guy, guy, dude, here's a few things. Yikes, I don't want to lose my mind here, but there's a few things, and these need to be remedied, and he jumped right on it, and there's some more things that need to be dealt with, and whatever, right? And so I just needed to get that off my chest. Is like, yes, I'm going to give them an opportunity to make it right, and I hope that they do, because it's a lot of money to spend on having your entire home recarpeted, but yeah, you know, my one tip would be, hey, hey, if you're going to have the, your business as flooring, bring the shop vac and run it through and have it nice and tidy. And don't have your, your employee or employees leaving shit everywhere. There was like loose staples even from the carpet staple gun on the floor, on the ground, on my front porch that were just rogue. I'm like, dude, I have four little kids, but even if I didn't, what if I stepped on a staple as I just innocently walk home into my front door? Ugh. You see what I'm saying? Just have some integrity about your job, whether it's an actual job you're punching a clock for, or if you're just doing things like why let's do that. Let's try to function at a high level of integrity so that we can actually be contributors of society that are not the bane of freaking existence and making people's lives miserable and whatever that's all i have to say at the moment because i just pulled up to my handsome uh boyfriend's house and i'm gonna go for a hike and get some fresh air and calm the crap down and i hope that you're all doing well thank you for listening i love you thanks for listening to the i hardly know her podcast you can follow along with all of megan's shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com i'm sean hancock with recycledmindscomedy.com 